yeah, I say I hate men, but that's not true. You know, I don't actually hate men. I hate the patriarchy and I hate what it's done to men. Yes. You know, obviously there are really amazing, wonderful men out there. I've just yet to meet one. That's all. I'm Emily Ratajkowski, a.k.a. Emrata. This is High Low. High Low is a podcast where we talk about lowbrow things in a highbrow way and vice versa. Hello, everyone. This is Emily Ratajkowski, a.k.a. Emrata. Welcome back to another episode of High Low with Emrata. High Low is a podcast that consists of two episodes a week. The first episode will be a conversation with a guest. Second episode will be a solo episode entitled Emrata Asks, where I pose a question and we investigate it. There's also a third subscription episode called Talk Back, which will be where we're in dialogue, continue the conversation with your thoughts, your anecdotes, your voice memos, and open it up. Today we have on, I don't even know how to do this introduction because all I can say is the streets have been calling and they are getting their answer. Um, This was a very in-demand collaboration. Julia Fox is in the studio today with me. We are talking about all kinds of things that we're, we've actually known each other for a really long time, but recently there's been a TikTok and a couple of tweets being like, Julia Fox and Emrata are tethered. And I have felt that way for a long time. So I'm glad the world is recognizing it now. And we're both kind of in a new era of our lives. We're single, we're in our 30s, we are single moms. So there's a lot to talk about today. Hustling men, empathy for men, anger towards patriarchy, raising boys, the grind, what we see for ourselves in the future, making art. I think we cover a lot of things. Without further ado, here is Miss Julia Fox. Stay tuned for more High Low with Emrata. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and... 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome back to High Low with Emrata. Welcome, Julia Fox, to High Low with Emrata. I'm so excited you're here. I'm really excited to be here. It's. I feel like the TikTok has been demanding the collab. I know. I know. I get see the comments all the time, and I'm like, it's coming. I love it so much. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, thank you for letting it be on my podcast. So people don't know this, but we've known each other for a while. Yeah. Yes. I remember Josh and Benny Safty talking about you to me. And then I followed you on Instagram. And I have this like memory of you wearing a condom 
costume for Halloween, like being a condom and looking like fire and me DMing you and you being like, you already know, girl. And I was like, (laughs) I can't wait to be this girl's friend. Oh my God, that's so funny. But you haven't changed at all, which a lot of people I think don't even. I know, I know. Like I couldn't change even if I tried. I'm just this way. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but it's been really cool to also see your evolution. Like I feel like you've had eras and I'm very much into your era right now and relate to it so much. I Um, I can't believe we went and had kids. We had boys a month apart. New York goons. Mm. (laughs) New York City goons. Um, But literally they're a month apart. I know, which is crazy. They've got to chill. I I know. That's the next class. I know, they need to be like best friends. Yes. Also, isn't your son's last name Bear? Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. Fox oh. and Bear. Oh, wait. But Valentino's it's last it's name okay. is <laughs> It's fine. In my mind, he's Valentino wow. Fox. Yeah, I know. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, it should be that way. I don't know why I was, yeah, mommy brain. <laughs> Dude, mommy brain is so real. Yeah, it's real. Um, okay. I literally will put a thought down in my head and it's gone when I go back for it. Like, I'm like, wait, what was I just thinking about for an hour? Like, it's, it's gotten better crazy. for me. But the first year afterward, I thought I was just going to be stupid forever. Wow. Mm-hmm. Like the first, I was finishing the book when I'd had Sly and I was like three months postpartum and I was like trying to find words and there would just, nothing would come up. And I was like, I actually don't know who I am anymore. I like don't have vocabulary. I don't know how to communicate. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I can totally relate to that. And actually I was, now that I'm in my process of writing the book now, Mm -hmm. I was thinking like, how do women do this when they have children? Like this is impossible. And then I thought of you and I was like, well, she fucking did it. So I'm going to fucking do it. I almost did. I almost didn't do it. Um, (laughs) But also you don't have a nanny, right? Okay. So let's talk about being a single moms raising boys in New York City. You're from New York City and like I need I need advice honestly. Like how are we going to raise these boys not to be entitled city brats? Okay, so what I really want to do is now I just feel like there's really a shortage of teachers and the public school system is just not very good here and I know because I went to public school. And then on the on the flip side of that like with the private schools I have found personally that my friends that have went to private school in New York mm-hmm. City, they are a little warped. Yeah, Their sense of reality is a little of. warped. Yeah. I love them to death, mm-hmm. but I think it is a toxic environment. Yeah. And like no I, grounding. Exactly. Yeah, and yeah. I don't want my son to, like, we live totally normal. I still live in my same little two bedroom that I've had yeah. pre pandemic. He doesn't know anything, you know? Yeah. Like, I'm l- lugging my stroller up a flight of stairs. It's not glamorous at all. Yeah. So, you know, I, I really just want to keep him as grounded as possible. But don't you feel like New York City kids, like even if they're not raised rich, there is, especially dudes, have even more entitlement than your average guy? Oh, absolutely. So how the hell do we avoid that? That's what I'm trying to say. (sighs) It's hard, but I just think it would be so cool to like create a little pod of kids and then like just hire educators to come in and it could literally be like a mechanic. We just hire a mechanic. So I want my son to know how to change a tire, how to do his taxes, how the IRS works. I want him to know all these things. And I just, same. And I just really want more. And I feel like there's, there's a lot of room for development in the educational sphere. Yeah. And, you know, I would love for Valentino to learn farming and how to plant and grow things and, you know, how to 
take the leaf off one you're like plant. You're like for the apocalypse. Yeah. You're like, when the world ends, yeah, Valentino's going to know what the fuck is up. Yeah. I mean, it's here. Because he needs to learn actually useful life skills. And, yeah. you know, the world is going in a scary place right mm -hmm. now. And I think it's just about what we have in here. Yeah. You know? No, I think about that sometimes. Like, if the big one hit or whatever, like, I'd die. I think yeah. I'd die. What do you mean the big one hit? <laughs> like, like, the apocalypse oh, happens. like, the real And I'm just, like, gotta, like, fucking survive. Yeah, I need yeah, to, like, yeah. get some more skills. Honestly, I'll go to the same school I, as Valentino. You know, so I, I think I'd honestly do okay. I feel like you would, too. I, I, I do, because, like... I'm just that bitch. You're like, scrappy. I'll just activate. Yeah, yeah, I'll activate. If I'm in, like, survival mode, there is nothing I won't do, you know, to make sure that we're all collectively good. Honestly, it's one of the things I respect about you the most is, like, you're hustling and you're just unapologetic hustling. I feel like you've been that way since you were a kid, yeah. just from what I know about your life and even just being particularly hustling men. Yeah. And I think it's a really feminist approach. Yeah. You started as a dominatrix, right, in mm -hmm. high school? And yeah, so do but you even feel like prior is that, to that, yeah. I was still doing things. So did you just, like, get a sense of the way the world worked really young and were like, I'm going to use this to my advantage? Being a dominatrix set me up for the world in ways that college never did. Yeah. And I did actually end up going to community college for two years and then I transferred out to the new school and then I dropped out. But it was kind of too. like all – and the only reason I did that was because growing up, I always was so, like, stigmatized as, like, the problem child. Like, you're never going to go to college. You're never going to – you know what I mean? Like, I yeah. literally had teachers actually say that. Well, you're not going so to college, so who up. cares, right? So it was kind of like – I'm going to go mm -hmm. to prove to everyone that I can do it if I and want to. And that they to. were wrong. Yeah, and that they were wrong <laughs> yeah. about me. Yeah. So I went to community college and I did the whole thing. And I and then I went to the new school for like a semester. And I was like, oh, wait, this is such a scam. I did this. I went to yeah. arts. I went majored in art at UCLA and did a year there and was like, wait, what? Mm -hmm. I'm going to be in so much debt. I know. This is insane. I'd like just started working, like making enough money to pay my college tuition bills. And I was like, what am I even doing this for? Mm -hmm. And then I dropped out. Yeah. And also, being that I was already in New York, a lot of my friends that went to college, when they came back after those mm. four years, they were so unwell mm. coming back into the city where, like, I'm 22 and I already have right. a company and I already have connections yeah. and I'm, you know, doing outsourcing and just doing all these things. And, like, they really were just so crippled from no, having I been away for four years and in this very sheltered environment isn't realistic in the real world, you know? No, it's not. It isn't the real world at yeah. all. And a lot of kids, like, leave high school and haven't experienced anything. So, like, they're drinking, they're doing drugs for the first time. Everyone's, like, fucking each other, and, and it's they, a yeah, mess. Yeah, they don't know how to handle it. They don't know how to handle I it. I, that's one of the reasons. I mean, my high school, I didn't grow up in New York, but, like, I got there, and I was like, I've done all of these things. Like, I'm not interested in this. It yeah. was a very specific experience mm -hmm. but god bless the god bless college yeah we're all about education god bless college and and, and listen if you want to go and get an education and whatever like that's great but you don't have to mm -hmm. you know i agree so. i agree well now i don't know about you i feel like i do know this actually but i'm getting a lot of my education from tiktok yeah I yeah, love it I know, so much. I, I know. I love seeing your TikToks. Thank they bring you. me so much joy. And honestly, this is something I want to talk about was 
we there was that one TikTok that said that we were tethered. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I love like, that. Yeah. And it's so crazy because I texted you two weeks. I first of all believe that hundred oh, yeah. percent. I think we're definitely tethered. Totally. It's really bizarre. I texted yeah. you two weeks ago. It's or like something. we're on parallel paths, but you know, they're different, yes. but they're like it's still it's kind of the same way. We believe in like yeah. magic and I don't know like reincarnation and I don't know yeah. something but I had this dream where we were in this giant house and you were living there with Valentino it was like basically a building I was with you and I think Richie and Valentino were like in another room and we were writing a song oh my god I was working on it in my dream I was thinking about sounds whatever and then I texted you and you're like that's so fucking weird that's witch shit I've been thinking about making music yeah Oh my god! I almost right. didn't tell you too. I was like, "This is so weird when you yeah. tell people about your dreams." You know? No, no, but they mean something. They mean something. Yeah. No, I definitely believe in in magic. I guess if we can call it that. Are you gonna drop an album? Because like, I want to work on it. So. Yeah. Are it's you? Gonna, it's definitely gonna happen. Sick. Yeah, I think when I'm done writing the book, then I'll mm -hmm. be able to exhale and like do other fun, mm -hmm. creative things that I really want to do that I've kind yeah. of put on hold, especially stuff in like the clothing realm and the I like totally whatever am. it may mm -hmm. be. Because you really, had a fashion line before. Exactly. Yeah. I've done it. But this time I would, now that I learned and I learned from my mistakes last time, now I would just do a totally different approach. Like I would just do what I want to do, Sick. you know, and I wouldn't be like listening to what every everyone's telling me we need to do you can know? you tell us a little bit about the book i i read something about how you're like i don't want to jinx it and i'm the same way yeah. i like never wanted to talk about it but i'm just curious yeah no i talk about it all the time okay, so okay. it's fine first of all i've wanted to write a book my entire life like my whole life people would be like you need to write a book you need to write a book right. and i loved it and i loved books when i was little i would steal books from barnes and nobles and steal the little nightlight too mm -hmm. so i could just go under the covers and like read books all night. That's I just good, loved it. That's a great it. way to be educated, yeah. honestly. That was what I was interested in, like adult yeah. literature. Like I read Angela's Ashes when I was like nine years old. Oh my like, God. I'm not that's, kidding. That's and I was like, oh, best book I've ever read in my life. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> I really always wanted to do it. And, and I thought that it would be easier, but I found that my memory is so unreliable mm. that I really, it feels more like an investigative journalism moment. Because <laughs> I'm it's like, memoir. You're writing yeah, about your experiences. Exactly. But, okay. you know, I really want to stay true to the facts, mm -hmm. you know. I'm also writing about other people that were in my life. Obviously, right. I've changed their name and the descriptions yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and whatever. They do that at the end, too. They have, like, legal come okay, in and then come, you'll and come yeah, through it. So you okay, shouldn't good. worry about it too much. Okay, good. Yeah. But, yeah, so, you know, I just really want to make sure that everything is exactly, accurate. Yeah. yeah. And, and so it's a little difficult but I mean, books are subjective. Like yeah. it's your memory, it's your POV, it's your experience. I feel like you should I just know. write that shit. I know, but I would hate like someone coming out and being like, that's not what happened. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, I know. but it's I don't so... think that would happen. But, you know, your mind, it's like an irrational fear. Like yeah. we all have irrational fears that make no sense, but you know. No, I get it. Also just the, it's really hard. I feel like there's pressure obviously around you writing a book. I had that too, but in some ways yeah. it was almost like ever, the bar was so low. Nobody expected that much that in a lot of ways it was like you going back to college where I was just like, right. I'm going to fucking do this and blow everyone's mind, which is also why I didn't want to talk about it. Right. But I feel like people are so excited for your book that that puts I like, know. it's really hard for me to write now because I know that it could be published. Ugh. And when I was writing the book, I like tricked myself into thinking that it wasn't, wasn't going to be published. Right. And that's how I was able to write it because I just was like, it doesn't matter. It'll, maybe it'll only be for my eyes. You're so right. You're so right. Just knowing that people are going to read it is kind is 
debilitating because you like judge yourself as you're putting it down you're, yeah you're you're like writing it through their eyes yeah. you know so yeah. it's so just even just if it's embarrassing go. even if it's like doesn't yes. paint me in a good light yes. like i did some fucked up things mm -hmm. like also, you know, you can always... I was 14. Like, yeah. So, but, you know. <laughs> you can also go back and edit. Just, like, yeah. get it down. Yeah, and then... exactly. I'm just overwriting yeah. right now. Like, yeah. my my chapter one is 42 pages, That's I long. think. That's yeah, good. So, yeah. you know, it's, it's I'm I'm going. She's going. Uh, you're fucking doing yeah. it. Yeah, and my friends are so supportive and, like, just help me so much. Oh, that's great. Yeah, with you Valentino. have such a good crew of friends. Yeah. I feel like you have like a family. Well, that's my family. Yeah, yeah, one thousand percent, without a doubt, that's my family. It's so special, I and know. I feel like they're all there's a village raising Valentino, yeah. which is how I feel. He has too. a lot of aunties and a lot yeah. of love, and and he loves it. He he loves to dress up too. Mm -hmm. He like puts on my shoes and walks. It's hilarious. Oh my god, Sly does yeah. that. I know. It's well, because so my morning routine, I like bring Sly into. I make him breakfast, whatever, and then I get in the shower, and Sly comes with me. And then when I get dressed and like do my makeup, he's just chilling, playing around me. Yeah. So now he does it. He'll yeah, put yeah, on yeah. my clothes. He'll play with the makeup. Whatever. Uh, yeah. Valentino will pick up brushes and start painting. Yeah. Is putting them on his face. I mean, and it's I've so looked cute. over and he's had like full brown oh like God. everywhere and I'm like whoopsies yeah. at least that's natural makeup <laughs> like, uh -oh. it's hard to be single and have a fucking kid I know yeah but I love it too I do too I wouldn't have it any other way like he's definitely like my little buddy and so he's with his dad two nights out of the week mm -hmm. and then we alternate weekends okay that's nice so you get free weekend so, so yeah, yeah no it, it actually it works obviously you know I'm with him the majority of the time and it's impossible to get anything else done like I literally can't even answer the phone because he'll start screaming and you know he just Tries wants to my, grab it yeah if I'm texting he grabs the phone out of my mm -hmm. hand and so it's like uh you know I saw your TikTok where you were like rich people like not raising their kids yeah and I feel like you're very committed to raising your kid yourself I, I have am. a nanny I, ha yeah. I mean like I don't know what else he would do like where's or Valentina's with his dad with right his now dad. yeah yeah he's with them for so you schedule things like around your time around when he's wow. with his dad yeah so it's I, like, amazing because you're killing it off. if I have a day off like it'll be like I have three hours right. in the morning and like I can just be on TikTok make a video yeah. like whatever answer like emails and texts from like two weeks ago like just horrible and so you're writing a book while you're also raising a boy like yeah that's Thank you. you're busy <laughs> and like having a full career and like going to events yeah. and acting and well, right? the, like most of the time when I go to events like it'll literally just be to do the step and repeat yeah and, and then, then maybe I'll make around say hello to, like a few people and then I just sneak out because I'm exhausted. Well, you also understand. You're like, I don't actually need to go socialize. I'm yeah. here for the photos. Yeah, exactly. I came. That's what you wanted anyway. You know, you um, got your photo. You're so smart about how you've like leveraged paparazzi and like opportunities. Like, do you have a master plan or is it just something where? I don't. The paparazzi guy that I use, mm -hmm. he's like my friend now. Where That's cool. Yeah, so I pretty much like only shoot with him, but okay. he's in LA. Okay. And then obviously I'll get papped sometimes just random yeah, and I yeah. always look like shit and no, it's fine, I whatever. No, I like you always look good. Thank I like you. it. It's like mommy mode, Julia, yeah. and then like Julia fucking serving. Thank I you. like when you said the paparazzi guy that I use. Because you're like, I yeah. use him. Yeah. Well, I mean, he, that's not always he uses the me too. He yeah, uses me too. But it's mutual. But no, uses in the right word. But it's like, it's, he's not hired. Like, I'm not paying right. him. So it's like, I don't know. No, you have that, a transaction. That I work that, like, with, both, I guess. The yeah, one that yeah, I work yeah, with. Yeah, because yeah. he is 
a brilliant photographer. The pictures are the really angles. Good. He, we don't even edit any of them. Like oh, you look. I'm fire. like just put them out. Like it's fine. If I just think he's such a brilliant photographer, and I want him to shoot an editorial for me one day. Should. Yeah. Oh my god. He's wait. So great. Someone needs to do that. They I need know. to have like a paparazzi style Julia Fox I was thinking of making my book cover uh, like a paparazzi style shot or something but apparently I need to look into the oh you can't be like looking away yeah no for books apparently they've like studies have shown that the book does better if the person is looking into that yeah wow I know weird so you just kind of were like okay I know I'm gonna get papped this guy takes good photos of me and like I'm gonna serve looks yeah and it was really like I just want to change the vibe a little bit, yeah. you know? And I also was coming off of, you know, being in that relationship Mm -hmm. with the high-profile person Mm -hmm. who really showed me how to do it, you know? But the ideas are mine. They were mine, you know? So, like, and what am I going to do? Just stop now that we're not, like, together thing anymore? Like, no, I want to continue because, first of all, I'm having so much fun finding cool, fun, pretty much student fashion designers and that's my favorite part i just love finding these hidden gems of people and like wearing the fucking clothes you know and then they get like their first write-up then i feel really good about you know what i mean it's just so cool it's a it's a really nice ecosystem i don't get paid from it i literally just do it Mm -hmm. like to just put out looks yeah and I remember one time I said I was doing a service with my looks and the media kind of dragged me like people dragged me like what's the service no, she's I think doing the streets loved it though and I was like um have you not seen the runways recently like yes. uh, there's a lot of Julia Fox inspired mm-hmm. looks and I'm not gonna pretend like I don't see them right I'm not gonna call it out but people see it I get tagged in it they send yeah. it to me I know the influence I know the impact and I know the vibes and the girlies love the vibes and that's just what it's about After this break, we'll be right back with more Julia Fox. Stay tuned for more High Low with Emrata. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Welcome back to High Low with Emrata. I feel like we're talking a lot about transactions and like knowing how to work the system and it being beneficial for other people and for you. I'm just so, again, like that's what I respect about you so much. And also 
am like inspired by because I relate to that and like being a hustler and whatever, but it kind of fucked me up. Like it traumatized me. And I feel like you don't have that as much like with your interactions with men in the past that you've had, had transactional relationships with that you've come out on top. And like, obviously I can see that you have like you hate men, which like retweet. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like you don't – I feel like there's just like not that much vulnerability. Like you you feel like you really like come on t- out on top. And I like – I don't know. I want to hear you talk about that. It's tough because, yeah, like I'm okay, mm-hmm. you know. But there's been a lot of damage yeah. done, you know. Like I pretty much in my teens learned that I was a commodity and that I can get – money or resources Mm -hmm. from men Mm -hmm. so then it just became this game of okay how do i become more desirable so i can get more money and i can be like that bitch and 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 you know be powerful yeah yeah turning but it's still powerful like through them though you know like still them giving me the power it's not my own power you know so it's a humiliating kind of position to be be in or it humbling rather. Me, yeah. Sure. Like, especially when you're not in it anymore and you look back and you're like, oh my God, you know, I can't well, believe. Well, you feel sick while it's happening, right? Mm-hmm. You're like, you feel you special. Dis- well, I disassociate. Yeah. I'm really good at just, I'm out. Like, oh, yeah, no. I didn't even realize I did that until I wrote the book and I was like, oh, holy shit. I've been disassociating like through my whole 20s, mm-hmm. literally not inside my body. Yeah. I didn't even realize. I know. It's so fucking crazy it's crazy but it's a survival mechanism you know like we do it to live Mm -hmm. which is insane but i feel like now you're single you're a mom you're in your 30s i feel like you've entered this new phase like i saw that tiktok where you're like I don't fucking need to be like a hot yeah. bitch anymore. My vagina is shut down. Yeah. It's closed. Yeah. I love it. What has inspired this new era? I think having a kid was a big part of it because I realized that prior to having Valentino, whenever I would meet a guy or date a guy, I would always think, okay, I could have a baby with him. Like right. that was always my thought, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. It was never like because I was in love or anything if that makes sense. Yeah, no, I get it. You were literally thinking about like, how can I build a family and a life? Yeah, like I was like- You weren't like, oh my God, I'm so like (laughs) taken by you. that was kind of always my end goal. Yeah. So I think when I had Valentino, it was like, okay, I'm done. Yeah. I don't need to put up with the the bullshit that comes with being around you guys anyway, Mm -hmm. you know? But do you want more kids? The only time I think about having more kids is just if I'm like, oh, I don't want him to be lonely. I want him to have like a buddy in life, you know, yeah. to go through life with. But it's That's, so much work. Yeah, but it's so much work. And and I'm like really doing the work, I'm yeah. not, you know? So it's like, I wouldn't be able to do it right now. That's for sure. Yeah. But I'd also, I don't know. I kind of love our little like bond we have, just me and him. Yeah. They've also done studies and only children have mm-hmm. higher IQs. I'm an only child. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, no, but I did really want a sibling. Yeah. Yeah. But also I... I always or ever, I would say like I wouldn't even – I at one point was like I wouldn't even have a child if I knew they were going to be an only child because I just was like I feel like it's so important to have siblings. Right. And I'm like, well, that's out the fucking window. Yeah. And also like 
honestly fine like totally fine and I didn't know how much work it was Mm -hmm. so the idea having two now I'm like even more I mean I'm sure that you can kind of group things in and I don't know but just a newborn baby coming into my life right now scares the shit out of me never nightmare never and it's it's crazy how much they don't tell you like I feel like I was just learning as I was going and Mm -hmm. and like like I didn't know that your vagina could tear to your asshole you know I didn't know that he might not latch or that I might not produce enough milk for him like that was the hardest shit it was after yeah like there was just so many things that I was like damn you know I wish that we were a little more transparent about what this is actually like because I think that we have such a like romanticized vision of maternity yeah, and motherhood like a, a light is shining behind us and, and we're just it's really not that at no, all no it's brutal the way I, you smell after birth i don't know if that happened to you but like two weeks after like my hormones like shifted and i would wake up from sleeping and be like in a cold sweat and just smell insane oh my god it's scary it was so scary my girlfriend had a baby actually around the time valentino was born and she was like i just want you to know like you're gonna smell really bad at one point and then it happened to me i guess it didn't happen to you but i even don't my remember dog, though my dog was like bitch but, get away oh my god yeah it was a lot no i didn't have that but i did so my tear and my mm, vagina yeah they said like don't touch it it'll just heal on its own mm. but i was like wait that's gross like i'm gonna put hydrogen peroxide on it every day okay and because I did that, the wound wasn't healing and then got infected. No. Yeah. So then they put me on these antibiotics that I had a weird immune situation, no. reaction, and I got arthritis for like two weeks. How old All, was Valentino? He was like maybe a month and a half. So you're a month and a half and postpartum. And I could not do no. this. I couldn't stand up. Like, And then once I... I figured out it was because at first I was like, oh my God, I have arthritis. Right, like forever. That's just what I thought. Oh my and God. I got it from birth and I was Googling, right. can it happen? And it can happen. And of I was course, like, oh my everything God, it's happening to birth. me. Yeah, exactly. Like, you, it's crazy. You could get diabetes. You could, like, so many, so many things can happen yeah. during birth. It's wild. Whatever. I cut out the antibiotics and then I healed, but that was really fucking traumatizing. That's so scary. And then I also developed like sleep paralysis. I started um, every single night. I would have the feeling where you like wake up, but you're frozen. And then you're like, just wake up, wake up, Like paralyzed. Yeah, where you're like paralyzed, but you can't move. That started happening like every time I went to sleep because of just not getting a full night and waking up like every hour because he was colicky and was having, you know, indigestion or whatever. So, I mean, it was just hell. So I always tell I always tell my friends that are like that they want to have kids. Mm-hmm. I'm like, bitch, you are not ready. That's you are I not ready. Like I'm telling are, you when that, somebody's like, oh my God, spending time around him makes me want a baby so bad. I'm like, no. It's like you want to no. keep him for 24 hours and then come back. Yeah. And let and me know. Like, I get it. He's fucking cute. And there's yeah. so many beautiful things about it. But like, take your fucking time. You take your time. Mm-hmm. It is so much work. But but anyway, back to what I was saying before about who I would have a baby with. Yeah. I was thinking about it and I I just think that this mother father children structure, I feel like people are really starting to not like it. I agree. I, I feel like a lot of things are kind of shifting mm-hmm. and I would not be surprised if maybe a trend started occurring where you know, girls just have a baby with like their gay bestie or just a guy that yeah. is a friend who also just wants kids. Mm-hmm. And then they kind of just raise him more like in as a group setting type of situation, like kind of how we did back in caveman time. I mean, I know some adult 
people who were basically from that situation. Like their dad was gay and their their mom was like turning 40 and was like, I want to have a kid. And they're amazing. Yeah. And they have like a really balanced outlook on life. And yeah. I mean, my best friend is living with me right now. So we fully co-parent. Fly, mm-hmm. And I... I, like, wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah. I love it so much. I mean, that's the dream. Spending time with yeah. another woman uh-huh. and just, like, how much I don't have to ever tell her. Like, we, our instincts are so aligned. Like, mm-hmm. when you are living with a man and you're taking care of a child, oh my you God, have they to do tell everything. them. Yeah, they, they never get it right. It's so yeah. exhausting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I definitely could see that. So that's what I would do. I, yeah. would, I would just have a baby with a friend. I love you know, that. Yeah. yeah. The main thing I want or would want from a relationship is emotional support. And men are having such a hard time giving that to women. Yeah. I can't really imagine wanting that with someone else and having this traditional family structure. Yeah. What I want is like an emotional partner who yeah. can help me feel good about myself day to day. And I just- take on the emotional labor that comes with parenting, you yes. know? Or just with life. With life, yeah. Period. And with the relationship. And I just- I don't know. I'm obviously in a particular place in my life, but I can't imagine a man doing that. So I'm like, why Why would I ever yeah. have a relationship again? But we were talking about this when we had wine. And I was saying, like, the only problem for me is sex. I like sex. Yeah. yeah. See, I don't. Like, I, I can go without. I'm, like, so good. I And we were talking about that. It really made me think about, actually, like, Marilyn Monroe because she did not like sex either. Yeah. And I think when you're sexualized so young, yeah. people think you're really sexual. Absolutely. And you were saying that happen- that's always been a thing. Yeah. And you were a dominatrix and everything. But that doesn't necessarily – I'm really desensitized to sex, too. Yeah. Like, it just – it's not, like, thrilling for me. It doesn't excite you. No. I want to, like, take ayahuasca and see God, you know? Like, that (laughs) to me is thrilling. Yeah, like, to me, that's cool. It just seems so, like, trivial to me. Like, I I probably won't even come because it doesn't – they don't know how. They don't know how. And it's – Like, what are you getting from it? Yeah, dirty. I know. I feel like you're (laughs) dirty. (laughs) Dirty man. Don't touch my body. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like you're very smart at being like, okay, what is this situation? Where is the exchange happening? Yeah. And with sex, you're like, why would exactly. I give something Like, what up? am I getting out of this? What you are know? you getting out of it? Because sex for me has always been one-sided, but I think mm. that's all women can, yeah. you know, say that. So it's like, yeah, if I don't really need Definitely anything from you, I don't 20. see the point. Yeah. <laughs> no, and I like, I what was, there was a quote you gave for perfect that I was obsessed with. Yeah. This is what you said. Fuck it. I want to be ugly at this point. Would that be the ultimate rebellion for a woman not to be pleasant on the eye? Because in the end, it's our bodies, but it doesn't really feel like our bodies. Yeah. Did they don't belong to us. Yeah. I fucking love that. That's so, so are you just like, I'm never going to be. I just think it's all about clean girl aesthetic is out. Mm -hmm. It's about like dirty girl, Mm -hmm. you know, like it's just about not jumping to conform. For me now, getting red, like if I were to get dressed now and have the thought, I hope guys like are into this. I can't even picture that. Like I really do not get dressed with men in mind at all, at all, at all. Like I really couldn't care less. Like. But, you know, there was a time in my life where I maybe I didn't have that thought 
per se, but I definitely subconsciously yes. was catering yes. to the male gaze, mm-hmm. you know? But I was also in like survival mode, you know? You knew what you were doing. Exactly. You were like, this is how to. I'm going to survive is by to. like appealing to them. Yeah. But now you can fucking bleach your brows. I love that so yeah. much for you. Yeah. So you're just doing shit for yourself mm-hmm. and for the girls. Yeah. And for my son, really, mm-hmm. like, I just want to make sure he's okay. And, you know, it's hard as a single mom, like raising a son, you know, mm-hmm. like, you know, cause it's, you just don't want to have them end up like every single guy you've ever met, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, how do I stop this conditioning from occurring? It's so crazy. Sly like loves trucks and- Oh my God, Valentino loves trucks. Lo- okay, well, they he need to, another reason for that. He freaks out for freaks trucks. Freaks out. He stops everything he's doing. He's like, whoa, so, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Sly literally is like, oh, oh, oh. Gets like so excited. Loves to play with things with wheels. And I'm yeah. like, I, I'm i not kidding. This morning I ordered him a baby doll and a tea set. Because oh I'm God. like, we got to like balance this out. out. Yeah. But also like, is this just what he likes well, naturally? Well, loves pushing around a, a little stroller with a doll in it. Okay, yeah, we love that. Yeah, yeah, okay. he, we're, and, and, and I bought him a pink truck. Oh, Sly yeah. has a pink convertible thing. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah. that's cute. I'm I'd, you know, it's- I don't know. I'm like, are those the little ways that you can start to help with the condi- like making sure that the conditioning doesn't I think happen? So, yeah, yeah, I think so. And spending a lot of time around women, yeah, around women, and you know, as many different people as possible. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, yeah. just yeah, it I just, don't know. It makes me so sad thinking about like somebody trying to toughen them up. You I know? know, yeah, I know, and that's what where the patriarchy hurts men. You know, because. I feel like men are just these really repressed individuals that really have never even think about like women's fashion and then men's fashion. You know, there is great men's fashion, obviously, but but it's not like, you know, the way that women play around yes. and can express themselves because the way you dress is your like first mode of expression. expressing yourself yeah. to the world. And I feel like men just kind of fall in line. You know, they can yeah, just so do what limiting. the other ones are doing, you know, where women are kind of like, more free to whatever. No, masculinity is so limiting. And it does make me sad. There's actually this Bell Hooks book that I will get you a copy of. I'll order it, send it, and make it to Valentino. But it's The Will to Change Men, Masculinity, and Love. It's so good because her whole argument, which like pissed a lot of feminists off, was like sexism's bad for everyone. Like patriarchy is bad for everyone. Mm -hmm. And like men not being able to express themselves. And like men are in their flop era. I'm actually doing a show episode about it. It's crazy. Like they're not, they're living with their parents way longer. They don't have close relationships. The suicide rate is up. Like they're not making as much money. They're not graduating like school. They're failing even like programs that are meant to incentivize young kids. Like girls do really well in those programs and little boys don't, which is so, I mean, obviously as a mom to a son, it makes me really sad and scared. And I'm like, yeah, obviously fucking sexism is terrible for women. You and I know that personally, Mm -hmm. you know, we've seen it, but also it's really bad for guys. Yeah. And like some part of me, of course, feels empathetic. Like I'm pissed. Oh, absolutely. But yeah. I mean, how can you not, you know, because at the end of the day, like we're all just people and Mm -hmm. it's like, yeah, I say I hate men, but that's Mm -hmm. not true. You know, I don't actually hate men. I hate the patriarchy and I hate what it's done to men. Yes. You know, obviously there are really amazing, wonderful men out there. I've just yet to meet one. That's all. <laughs> That's how no, I feel I'm kidding. Too. I know some good guys. I know some good I guys. I know, but I think what you're saying is like it's the system. It's almost like 
good cops and bad cops. Yeah. You're like, yeah, I'm sure there's some nice there's some nice people who work in the police force, but one bad apple spoils the bunch. And and also, yeah, it's like if you're one of the good ones, but you're not speaking up for, you know, what, mm-hmm. what the bad one's doing, that makes you one of the bad ones. You know, silence is complicit. I've you know noticed what I mean? That like a lot of like good guys are very quick to just be like, wait, what? Like, yeah, turn the other cheek, yeah. just not get involved. They're like, like, yeah, that's not well, great. at least that's not me, you know, but it's they don't realize the damage that it's doing. And they almost like like to define themselves as, as good guys and like as woke, but yeah. then they're almost worse because yeah. they they like pat themselves on the back. Well, because they're able to mask. Mm-hmm. You know, they they they've studied women. They know what the women want to hear, so they just kind of put on the mask. But then you know, obviously, the, the mask comes off. Let's continue this conversation right after this break. Stay tuned for more High Low with Emrata. Welcome back to High Low with Emrata. I feel like you played the system. You fucking were dominatrix. You had boyfriends who served a purpose for you in your life. You're in a place now where you're like, I don't fucking need men. What's next? Uh, I just want to dive into like my creative Mm -hmm. projects. I love creating art more than anything in the world, you know, aside from my son, like that is my passion. Um, And that comes in all form. That's why I was thinking about doing music because I was like, oh, that's really actually when I was little, I remember I wanted to take guitar lessons and I was, you know, I told my mom, I want to be a rock star when I grow up. And she was like, Julia, like be realistic. That's no, you need to choose a real career, you know, like. And and immediately, I just kind of lost interest right. in a weird – like, I don't know why. Well, but she I, deterred you. Yeah, yeah. She, she did. And yeah. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I guess that is un- unrealistic. Like, what am I thinking about? But, you know, I loved music when I was little growing up. I remember when I moved to America, my dad had, like, a record player with all these – old records like Diana Ross mm-hmm. and Barry White Sick. like just just so many different uh the Beatles like all, all these like old records mm-hmm. and all my all my peers at school were listening to like Britney Spears and NSYNC and the Backstreet Boys but I was listening to like the Cardigans and oh like, my God, that's like and just like yeah and and, that's crazy. and I, I loved like rock alternative rock music like I literally grew up listening to Howard Stern on K-Rock every oh single God. morning for at least a decade of my wow. very formative you need years. To go on I know, I know. I need to have him on my podcast. Yes, that's right. I love him. He's so iconic. And yeah, so I don't know. I kind of like always loved music. And yeah, we're definitely gonna write a song together. <laughs> Yo, I'm ready to drop a track. <laughs> I know. I'm ready to drop I know. a track. I, and I feel like I I know some cool people, like my friend Jack Donahue, like mm-hmm. he was in Salem. I feel like Sick. he could definitely come up with like a cool. I don't know. I, I'm going to bother him some more about it. I can it. also just imagine you performing, like performance art being oh, your thing. It would be all about the performance. When you said rock star, I was like, yeah, obviously I can picture you writing songs, but yeah. I can picture you on stage performing music yeah. more than anything. Oh. I'll be in the back with the like, yeah. tambourine. <laughs> I'm like, I'm here. I see a tambourine I'm down. That. I'm down for the tambourine. And yeah. then like Sly and Valentino can be like somehow yeah. coordinated doing something. Dance. Yeah. Wait, I love this. Okay, yeah. so basically any – I mean, I guess yeah, I'm wondering – Yeah, I just love all art and I love yeah. all expression. And, like, that's really, like, what I want to do with my life. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't 
um, like relationships aren't as important to me yeah. right now. Yeah, you know? well, yeah, with men. With it seems men, like you yeah. have with your family. Yeah, like I have Those my are sister, so my friend. Yeah. yeah, and but yeah, no, definitely no. Are you somebody who I like? I'm not this way, but I respect people who are, and I feel. I, there's no way to do it, but people have like five year, ten year plan, and I do feel like you manifest, and I do feel like you are intentional. Yeah. But do you have like a five year, ten year plan, or are you just manifesting? Honestly, right now, like no. Okay. I'm just going. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just whatever. I have this like blind faith and trust in in like the universe. Me too. Because even when I do plan, it never really comes exactly like whatever. But I always do end up getting whatever it is that I really wanted, you know, but it sometimes doesn't come in the form or at the same or at the time that I wanted it or then it comes and it actually brings something bad. And I'm like, oh, I didn't want like so always be careful what you wish for is such a cliche, but it's so true. So I don't really sit there and do the whole like whatever i just take action i just do what don't you don't mean think you don't just do, do the like manifestation thing you if i manifest mm-hmm. i really just manifest like positivity yeah you know like i really like happiness elevation joy. yeah yeah like more like like inviting those types of energies into my life like i don't sit there like I want to make $5 million mm-hmm. by this. Like, no, right, I'm like not. Right, like specifics. No, yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. I, I did used to like do that more. And now I just, it's more just like. Because it always bring comes with a price ha- when you do that. Exactly. I think. It does. Yeah. It does. Like, and you here's are your $5 million, of, but. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But your soul. <laughs> your actual fucking exactly, soul. Exactly. Exactly. So I think it's just really about like taking the next good action mm-hmm. what what is the action you can do today yeah. that is good that will lead to what you want like you know tiny baby steps yeah because you then... can't stop here for five million dollars and then you don't get out of bed for a year and yeah. like nothing happens you know what i'm no, saying like, you have to work you kind of have to meet it halfway mm-hmm. but it's there for you you yeah. just have to go get it but it's not going to be handed to you. I mean, you're very multifaceted. Like I'm thinking about all the things that you have like invested, like you have your podcast, you have TikTok. Honestly, like I think social media is, that's a career like in itself. Then acting, you have a movie coming out, right? Yeah. Yeah, with Vito. Yeah, Yeah. with Vito Schnabel. And Tony K. Yeah, Tony K directed it. It's called The Trainer. I think it's going to be insane. Definitely art. Mm -hmm. With acting, it's, I don't know. I also kind of feel like after this whole like the big relationship and all Mm. the like things that followed yeah i definitely felt like oh i feel a shift in like the acting way like not in a good way Mm. where it was like i'm not getting as many like offers as i was before weirdly because they're judging you basically they're like she's not an liability just tabloid type of person like i don't know what it is but that was something that I noticed. And I was like, okay, this is weird. Mm -hmm. There's been a lot of weird drawbacks like here and there with like reaching that level of like notoriety. Well, do you feel like people try to typecast you more now kind of, or like not as an actress, but as a person? I was really typecasted as like curvy Italian girl. And now I'm just like skinny and look sickly. And it's (laughs) like, I don't know. We'll have to see. Right. But, but it's fine. It's, it's fine. Yeah, I'm so busy. One door I, closes another. Right, and, yeah, yeah. And like, I think things come to you at the right time. Like, so that's why I'm also really not stressing. And I don't, yeah. I really don't care because I know that I just have to trust the process, you totally. know? 
Also, I liked how you skipped Fashion Week this. I texted you and I was like, oh, I'm so yeah. excited you're in Milan. I thought you maybe were there with Valentina at Sly. And you were like, I'm fucking over fashion. Yeah. What are you feeling about fashion? Well, it was like, it was just fashion. You know, New York really took it out of me because mm-hmm. I'm doing the shows, but I also have Valentino and I'm yeah. like juggling all the things. But he came to the shows, which I loved. Yeah, he, I did take yeah. him. And but that's also a lot of work. To, I know. You know. I saw he had like headphones. I was like, because yeah. I was obviously like, oh, that's sick. Like I want to do that with Sly. And then I saw like it's a lot of work. He was he started squirming and screaming, mm. but it, it was cute. Whatever we got. Good so you picks. were just over it because New York had yeah, taken it out of you. Yeah, really took it out of me. And then I went to Milan for like literally a day mm-hmm. just for the Diesel show. And then I just took off the rest of October to write to work on the book. Mm-hmm. And I. It you know, and I had to turn down a lot of things mm-hmm. and really like put boundaries in place. And obviously, you know, when you put boundaries and you're like, no, you feel people being like, what do you mean? No, like, yeah. you know, so I really had to be like, I'm not working this month on anything. I need to work on my book. I'm on a yeah. deadline. I'm already behind. Like, I have such bad anxiety. Like, you're not making it better, you know? Yeah. So, and I'm sure it's hard to say no to things when you work so hard to like get to a place where I people know, are offering you shit. inviting you and wanting to pay and walk walk in this show and that show. Like I got asked to walk in so many shows, but I just I really had to work on the fucking yeah. book. I was so behind. Like I I I was like I cannot dodge one more email from my agent. Like I cannot <laughs> one more. Like it I need to do this. So I can't wait to read it. Thank you. Uh, it's going to probably be my favorite book. Thank you. Do you, know, do you have I mean, a title? I, I think I'm just going to call it A Masterpiece. I mean, that's fucking yeah, good. Because I feel like I said it already. And then like in the Uber commercial, the book they had me holding said Masterpiece on it. And I was looking at it and I was like, yep. This You're is like, the title the of title. the book. Thanks, Uber. Thanks, wow, guys. I'm picturing the cover of you, like a paparazzi shop where, where you're like looking intently into the camera and then it says masterpiece and yeah. talk about fucking manifestation, <gasps> bestseller, no. bestseller. I hope so. Yes, for That'd sure. That'd be really cool because it really has always been a childhood dream. Like I actually used to sit and pray. I'm a big prayer. Mm. I will say that. Okay, that's manifesting. Yeah, yeah. I used to pray too as a little kid. Yeah, I would yeah. pray a lot and I would always pray like, I hope I can write a book one day. Yeah, well, there's no mm-hmm. doubt you'll probably write many. I think so. I, I would really yeah. like to go into more fictional zone, mm-hmm. and just I want that to let my imagination run. Well, then free. it's less pressure. Mm-hmm. What about writing scripts? Would you write scripts? I've written so many scripts. Okay, yeah, sick. I actually have one right now that a production company's ready with money to fund it, but we need to find a director. Okay. And you know, obviously, I would love to have a woman. Mm-hmm. So you know, but it's tough. It's work yeah, and it's, it's hard, hard like so bringing all those watching things. this send me your reel okay yeah <laughs> yeah find a director for yeah, Julie's movie it's What's really it good it's called Lipstick Palm and I wrote it with my friend Sarah and it's just it it's the story of these two girls like they're fucking cracked out like in and out of AA like having sugar daddies and then it turns into pr- pretty much it turns into like a murder situation I don't want to give it away but it's yeah it's really cool like it's just a roller coaster but it's Is funny it on- no I mean, no no, okay. no it's actually all like made up we completely made it up I feel like it'll yeah. be a hit because it's a murder, murder yeah, yeah. 
I did want to talk to you about standing up for Amber Heard because I just thought that was really incredible. Thank you. That was crazy. Yeah. (laughs) What I mean, I made like one tiny little comment, and it was like I remember. Yeah. Weeks. I I still get people. I know. So angry. They're so angry. Well, I feel like there is like a little movement on TikTok Mm -hmm. where after all the documents were released and people really read everything and and read his assistant or his manager's uh, testimony and whatever, I feel like there was kind of like a backtrack. Yes. But like a response, like pro-Amber response. Yeah, but still the damage is Mm -hmm. done. And I did have to say something because if it could happen to Amber Heard, who is a white, blonde, beautiful successful actress because people say that she had no career before but she did mm-hmm. she had oh she did. Over, like over 10 movies i mm-hmm. think so it can really happen to we, none of us are safe yeah and th- like for me i always just see things like bigger picture like i never really harp on the small details i look at like what does this mean for the collective yeah with that and then with the roe v wade being overturned and and then what was happening over in afghanistan I just felt like compelled to say something because yeah. I was like, guys, like, yeah, you guys are making comments, but you don't realize that this is going to damage women. All of humanity of all the women in the world are going to suffer from this. I mean, it's already so scary to come yeah. out and talk about the experiences we have as women. I and know. then, and it's hard to prove them because it's like, you know, abuse is so insidious and and you don't sometimes you don't even know you're being abused, mm-hmm. you know, and no. sometimes you're being abused, but you don't want to see yourself as a victim. Yes. So you try to be tough and fight back. So then it can be like, oh, but no, we fight each other. Oh, bitch, I know. you know, he whoops your fucking ass. Like, stop. You know what I mean? And I only know because I've been there. I was going to say so, you've spoken out about your own experiences. Yeah. And had people like not believe you. Right. Yeah. And it happened to me, too. So obviously, I always stand up for for the women in a situation just because I've been there and yeah. I know how lonely it is and how scary it is when people that you've known even your whole life are kind of looking at you funny, you know, and it's like, I'm not a liar. Like, call me any name in the book, but a liar, that is not me. No, and the way that people turned her into this, like, hysterical character. Yeah, I know. It's it's fucked up. Well, I'm so grateful you came on and did this. I can't wait for the book to drop, the album to drop, the next TikTok to drop, the fashion line to drop, the movies. Like, yes, bitch, you're doing it all. It's really amazing. And you did it yourself. Yes, I did it myself, bitch. That was Miss Julia Fox. Thank you so much, Julia, for coming on the podcast. I'm very excited for our play date with Sly and Valentino. As the streets say, Julia Fox, you will be famous forever. So much. That woman is amazing. I want to hear from you. What did our conversation make you think about? We touched on everything from hustling men to empathy for men to hating men to raising sons to being single moms to writing books to making music. So subscribe to Talk Back. That is our subscription episode where I will be responding to your thoughts, anecdotes, DMs. To join the conversation, go to hilo.fm or DM me at mrata. Looking forward to hearing from you. And thank you so much for joining us. Mm 
High Low with Emrata is a Sony Music Entertainment, Bitch Era Media, and Something Else production produced by Chelsea Jacobson. Our executive producers are me, Emily Radikowski, and Sarita Wesley. Our senior producer is Medina Parwana, and our associate producer is Rachel Choder. Today's episode was engineered by Samantha Gatsik with original music by The Crystal Pharaoh. Thanks for listening. <laughs>